Best West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Alright, welcome everybody to another Empty Out the Clip podcast, the EOTC, straight out of the heart of Mist, Auckland. My name is Cams and I'm here with the brother Liddy. What's up, bro? What's up, Uso? How are you, my bro? How are you? It's good, man. It's good, man. You know, it's like I've got one more last full week of work before Christmas holidays, man. And then it's three more days the following week and then I'm out of here. So I'm feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. Damn, this month's <laughs> gone fast, eh? Oh, it has gone fast. Sooner or later, it's going to be the first Monday of the work work year in January. It's going to, <laughs> it's going to come out real quick. <laughs> I did a whole, whole year. But nah. But yeah, man. It's good to see you, bro. Let's do some shout-outs, man. Cheers, most. Man, my first shout-outs to my doggo, Bila Hola, came up today uh, with his family. They're going to be here for a month, so be interesting to see how much of that time we will get to see him. But um, yeah, man, shout out to my doko Pila. Um, another one's to my bro, Tindolo Manukia. We've been doing the morning strides down at the Harbour Bridge Saturday morning. So anyone who might not be doing anything at six in the morning on a Saturday, come down to the Harbour Bridge, man, come meet up with me and your boy. We'll probably shout you breakfast. Um, another one's to my boys, um, Leah, Mickey and Puntu. So I've been trying to encourage these guys to jump on and lace a couple of these empty out the clips. Um, yeah, just something different and something for us to sort of like just, you know, get over the three or four weeks, maybe a month, even no messages. So I'd like to get them on this buzz. Another one's to Yash. It's been putting a lot of effort into my daughter Nikita with her training, man. And um, yeah, just real blessed that, you know, the cuz has gone out of his way to sort of accept the challenge of getting her up to full running. And um, yeah, no, it's evident, man. You can see I took her to a scrimmage a week ago and seen her run around fucking... Looks like she's made a full recovery. Um, my last two shout outs to um to all the kids who finished up school um this weekend or this week. Man, enjoy the summer holiday, man. While while it's here, eh? Because it doesn't look like we'll be having a lot of sun. But man, these last few days have been really hot. And the last ones to um my brother, our brother Eric. So shout out to Eric, man. Hope you get well, my bro, and look forward to having you back on the mix. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. They wraps up my shout-outs. Sean Lusso, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to make a shout-out to the um, past um, three guests that come on the Back on Monthly 5, Ryan Amosa, uh, Philip Tasmania, and and also from South Auckland, Cook Leather, and A1. They came on. And also to um, Filippo. <laughs> I hope, hope he's all right and not in trouble from, oh, from, from the missus. Because we had a podcast took four hours. <laughs> this is what's funny. This is what's funny. So I think to Tindall and Lippo obviously go to church together or they must cross paths. And I don't know what happened, but the conversation came up while we were walking. Mm. And he goes, oh, no, yeah, Phil was safe. Hey, he laced up back on the 135. Okay. Did he say it? He goes, four hours. <laughs> I was like, damn, he probably would have got in trouble when he got home. Crash up. But you know, well, what's funny, because he rang to say he was going to be late. Like, he'll come over here about 8.30. Oh, okay. So I knew it was, oh, I probably have to keep it short because it's going to be late. Next minute, 
<laughs> 1 a.m. finished 1 a.m. I was like, no, oh. shit. But I was like, man, it didn't even feel like it, eh? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Felt like we can talk forever, you know? It's like, but nah, man. Hopefully, it's all good. But, you know, I, I told you, eh? Like, if you, if you ever need some evidence, well, it's right there on Spotify, four hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was a good listen, man. It's a good listen. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah, man. Shout out to all those guys and. Still got some some guests lined up for Background Warrior Five. Trying to push as many as I can before the end of the year, and then we'll just wrap it up. Um, with the last one, I'm not sure what date is going to be yet, but uh, I think you're going to jump on it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the bro. last one of the year. But uh, yeah, man. Um, that and for everyone out there listening to the Empty Out the Clip, uh, we have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group page. You can jump on and um share your articles or opinions and we can talk about it on the podcast it's a group page so it's answer the free questions and the security guard will let you win it's your chance to uh have your peace okay man how's how's your week been solid man i think from listening to yours and runs i've been productive i've been productive man <laughs> um yeah i got a i think last week i got a yeah, I just felt lazy. Yeah, I just felt drained, man. Just working, I was waking up feeling little of a. But yeah, when I started, when I saw the list popping up, and I wanted to listen to Ron's one, and then I heard you and Nipple talking, and I was like, man, I need to start listening. I started listening. So yeah, I think listening to yours and Ron's one, shit, I managed to um, put a new set of rooms on my daughter's car. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, went out and picked them up from Tirangi. She needed a new tire, so I thought, man, I'll just. I'm better off buying a whole set for the price of replacing two. I managed to do that Saturday, um, Friday morning, and then booked the car and to get some tints. I managed to do that, and while I was at it, I might as well have, um, yeah, shout out to my bro, Junior Fui Fui, man. So I've been waiting for these exterior sheets to finish off the garage. Um, him and the bro, Joe Ellie, come and drop that off. And bro, these sheets are freaking huge and heavy, hey, like. They're like 3.4 meters long. They will freaking weigh a ton, man. Like, I saw the, like, I, I've been doing a school drop off. So, one morning I dropped off my daughter early. She had sport camp trials. And when I pulled in the driveway, the truck was already in the, in the driveway, but they had already unstacked the whole truck. So, I've got about 22 sheets of this, this exterior stuff. It's heavy, man. And they just put it on the grass. I ended up moving around the back of the house, but just sorting out all the different patterns on them. But yeah, bro, ah, sorry. No nails, eh? There's no nails here. I ran out of nails when I was trying to finish off the fence, so finally made it down to Bunnings today. So yeah, man, just seeing all the sheets that he dropped off, I've got enough to do my studio around the back and then probably an extension on the garage, man. But just, just thankfully and... So appreciative of like the boys like going out of their way to help me out. Like I could have easily I could have bought one. Like, you know, I could have spent like eight or ten G's on one. And then, you know, the typical Kiwi mindset just wouldn't it be easier if we just put one? Like, you know? And it's not like an excuse I gotta get up and go to work tomorrow morning. So it's like just a matter of like action in like a plan, like for the week. But yeah, but hearing you on you and Ron yarn about like stuff that you know we can we can just do, you know, without devaluing ourselves. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Straight up, man. Like, I could do it, you know. If I got the, if I got the resources, man, 
give it to me. Fuck, I bought it myself. So when Junior dropped it all off, man, I'm literally there. Today I went and picked up the last of the floor joists. So I've got like some 100 by 100, um, 3 meter um, H4 posts going down. And I pretty much got it all cut up at Bunnings and New Lennon. So tomorrow I'll try my hand on the skill saw and cut it all up and I'll get my floor down. And probably when I get my, when I, when I play the bass down for the, for my studio, I might have a little drink up or a little, put the speakers out and blast some music for a couple of hours just to give it a christening. And then I'll probably do the roof shot when it's done. So I'm going to give myself maybe two weeks. If I can get two weeks and get it to like a top at least. Fucking then no no interior cladding done, I'll be happy, you know. Then I can say I'm free from the garage and can move all my shit out. But it's been productive, man. It's been real productive, eh? Like I didn't think I've had a productive week, but coming off last week's good week and this week productive, man. Like so like man, I'm just glad that I've done the work that I have done earlier to sort of set me up for it to be a lot easier now. So, you know. I shouldn't have an excuse of why I can't do it if I am. I'm just being lazy. So, yeah, I'm just trying to keep that mindset for now. And so, and, and, and like, you know, like I knew before, man, like even when I was going through the um, the anxiety driving home, I was just listening to the podcast also. And that was what was helping me push through, you know. So just hearing empowering yarns that you've had on the last few days was it's, it's helping me, you know, get over this little hump. And where I'm like literally running, eh? So, and I appreciate the work you do and all the guests that come on. It's been real helpful. But you, Mugs, how's your week been? You've been busy, man. I don't know how yeah, you're Been busy. Um, man, it's, it's like I get energized every time a guest leaves, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, man, I want some more guests. I want some more, you know? Like, yeah. man, I don't know. I think, I think you're right, man. It's the empowering part of it. I'm just having a conversation, you know, and just getting heaps of information or, you know, getting to know the person that they haven't met before. Because, you, you know, 90, 95% of everyone that comes through back on my five, I've met them for the first time. Yeah, bro. Strangers, you know? though. Yeah. yeah. And to have like a two hour, three hour conversation, you know, it's like you can't really call them up on your spare, these kind of people on your spare time and oh, they'll go for show you a cup of coffee, have a chat. You know, you can't even do that, you know. <laughs> I didn't even think you could put down a free feed and ask someone to come and call them all like that, eh? like the way we talk on our yeah, mics. Man. Yeah, man. So, no, it's always been good, man, doing the podcast. And, you know, just want to do more. But, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, work's been busy. I'm just looking forward to the holidays, getting a, getting a rest from work and doing some more, some some different kind of work, the work that I love to do. Um, you know what that is. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and it's funny because there's, there's two people in my work that are retired, then made 65 retirement age. Oh, but, they're, but they're not going to leave, eh? Yeah. Only because they've said that if they do, they got nothing to do. Yeah. So they'd rather come to work, you know? And I yeah. thought that was interesting, you know? Yeah. One, because I know they, they love what they're doing, so they love the work anyway. So it's not like... You know, but it's just the fact that, you know, when you reach retirement age and, you know, you got you don't have to work anymore. You just get your your pension and just stay home. But for these two people that have retired in my work and um still coming in every day, just makes you think, like if 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 you get to that retirement age, anyone, and think they is like is it like a breath of fresh air? Like, yeah, don't have to work. Laters or oh man, what yeah. I'm gonna do? I might as well just come 
to work, <laughs> you know, because that's all you know. Or you may not need the money or may need the money, but I don't think with these two that are retired from my work, they don't need the money, but they're just coming in because... Just yeah, to be busy. To, just to be busy. So it's interesting. It's wicked you say that, Ulz. You know, there was a guy when I worked at um, Kerry, he passed away at 61, I think. And he was looking forward to his super, mm. 65, right? So if you imagine, like, and you think about your body overall, your whole life, are you supposed to be like that? Like, ginga inga all the hard years and track hard years and then get to your retirement and be vai vai, like your body, there's no energy there and die like that and then have all this money. Bro, since he died, like, and like, I thought, fuck, you know, I'll get 20, a kid gets to 20, I'll be 21 years of working. And I've left my job. I literally, like, walked out of a good paying job. But, like, I'm actually putting in the effort to try and do stuff around the house. Like, I want to buy a caravan. I want to buy a boat. I want to enjoy it while I can still, like, bend down and touch my toes, bro. Like, I think that's uh, the breath of fresh air that I've gotten from, like, seeing how people have passed away at a young age. So why wait, man? You know what I mean? Why wait? Like, why wait till I'm 55? It's like, fuck, just do it now, man. Get the caravan, buy it. Fuck, you can always sell it on. You know, buy a boat. You can always sell it on. Like, yeah, there might be material things. Like, you know, and like I've been on a few family trips. We're planning another family trip, but it's like, I don't think that's the way we should be living, man. And I think it's a shake-up that us Pacifica people need to have a look at it, hey, like revisit. Because if that's the destination... What a sting trip. <laughs> well, that was a dive for all that money. He's like, bro, spend all that money while you can, man. Shit. Yeah, man. Uh, you're right. And uh, just that thing, what you said, like, are we, is that what we're doing? Trying to make it to 65 so we can, don't have to work anymore, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then by the 65, yeah. you know, your body's tired, you're old, can't do yeah, nothing. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. But, but that was the thing I was thinking about. Um, at work, when when these two people made it to their retirement age, and uh, I, I know one of them is not going to leave, going to stay at work. The other one is going to take three months off uh, next yeah. year, and then come back on a part time sort of thing. Mm. So, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. And I was thinking because when they, it's funny because when they uh, announced it, it was like, man. I make it 65 too so I can leave and yeah. do the podcast for every day <laughs> nah man but anyway that was me um, during the week um, and then the weekend went to a birthday party um, had a this will probably be my food review so I went to a place um, it was a restaurant um, called Two Guys in Glen Eden oh uh, yeah it's on the main road on um, what's that main road that goes through Glen Eden, West Coast Road. It's on West Coast Road. It's 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 like a it's a restaurant that's next to a. Actually, it's a whole building, but they own a restaurant and then they've got the daycare center next door to it. It's like a it's a yellow. It's like a it's like a castle building. Looks like a castle. Yeah, but anyway, it was there, and then there was a few drinks. It was like a a, a bottomless um, menu. So it's fifty five dollars each yeah. person, and you just get unlimited drinks for two hours. So it's yeah. it's a uh, champagne, um, prosecco or uh, mimosa, 
or export gold beer or cider. Yeah. So it's like you just just get free refills for two hours. So when Dan went back to the house, um, the birthday girl's house, and they had a uh, karaoke. Oh wow! And yeah, after, you know, after you've had uh, two hours of uh, unlimited drinks, you know, karaoke is ripe for the picking when you're when you're yeah, online. Yeah. <laughs> Grab the mic and you go hard. Everyone's Bobby Brown in um in your you know. <laughs> yeah, man. So that man had had a good time. I can't remember coming home though. I think I blacked out in the car or something like that. But I woke up and I was on the couch sleep. I was oh, cold. Wow. Then that's going <laughs> away to the bedroom. <laughs> Doing those ones. But yeah, man, that, that was my weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's get to our topics. Now, we were just thinking, like, the main big topic uh, on news that's happened during the week was the, was the protests. Right? So... Yeah. The protests happened on Monday. Was it Monday? It was Monday, I think. Monday. Yeah. And the thing was, also, also across, also, it was nationwide. So, okay. so Party uh, Maldi, they um, that's the party. Um, they're protesting against the government's new policies on um the Maldi language. So, what the government want to do? They want to um, because they've got the government has these departments, government departments with with Maldi names, and they want to change that around. They want to turn those into English names. Because they're saying that half the time people don't refer to the the Maori names anyway, mm. and and that, that what when I say half people that's that's referring to the Balangis that they still call them the English names what they had pre- previous huh? yeah. So they're saying it's a waste of time, it's a waste of money. Um, they also, I think that there was a thing where they stopped funding for um, consultants um, to to sort of. Um, Come up with uh, Maldi names, you know, yeah. to help. So they've the rebranding, yeah, to do the branding. That so they've they fired all of them, saying that's a waste of money. Um, another thing they're gonna do that's always controversial. It's been controversial was the the Treaty of Waitangi. So they wanna because the Treaty of Waitangi has two versions, right? There's the, the Maldi version and the English version. They probably they, the two versions don't really um they have they have different meanings, huh? and it's been yeah. like that. You know, ever, ever since you know, but it was not until David Seymour he call he's calling for a referendum to actually um, look at the treaty again and make it into one version, right? So take away both versions and just come to agreement that we'll come to agreement. We'll we'll just change the treaty to make it one have one meaning. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. So. Because of all this, there's been there's been that massive protest on Monday, so you had to jump in your car and cause uh, <laughs> traffic um, delays, and that happened in all all around. Like, I think there's a hikoi to the, the government and then I went into. Yeah. I didn't catch any. I didn't. I didn't get any. I wasn't even stuck in in, in traffic. I think because I, I start work early, so I leave early, so I missed the traffic anyway. But. I know you're at home, but did you hit the streets and get stuck in, in traffic? Nah. I think these, these peaceful protesters did a bloody brilliant job. Um I did I did know that some part of um the bottom of um was it Key Street, just in front of the wharf, there was a bit of a delay. There's a bit of a small delay. But at the same time it was beautiful just to see all the protesters walking up Tamaki Drive, you know? Mm. 
But no, nah, there was nothing much. I think, if anything, it was more posting on the social media just from people who were out and about supporting the, the, the protests. Um, there weren't many, like, like you know how, like, um, the news and the paper would always go after 18 arrests. There was none of that. So this this peaceful protest that was happening up and down the country was pretty much what, exactly what it was, man. Um and I think it's a great thing, man. Like I know because they had the swearing in of um, well the parties at um at the chambers, so it was pretty cool how um, you know there was a bit of a show when um, when Rowdy had something to say about who we were swearing to. That was pretty cool, you know. Like even like the um darker he did, and then some of the party members behind him and how they said that they weren't swearing to King Charles, and so all oh, the drama around the, the 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 um the word eh the Maori word for Charles, <laughs> which is pretty hard case but <laughs> i think that's brilliant man like yeah maybe Simon might have might have something like um i don't know there, there might be some valid like point to sort of like yeah maybe sit down with like a lot of the um the iwi leaders and people across the motu just to sort of see how does the authority of waitangi reflect into the english version because yeah some some of it's not like you know some of it might be um, misinterpreted, especially because the language is different in different parts of the country. Um, be interesting, interesting to hear from a person who's been raised with the the real. And I was trying to get some of the bros to come on here and have a spaz about it, but um, mm. yeah, in terms of how they've gone about protesting, like you know, whenever there's a protest, there's a reason behind why we do it, you know. We can't be these the happy lucky people and just assume that, you know, big corporations give a fuck about us because they don't. You know, we're just people. So the same with this government, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, without the people pushing for what they believe should be done with all the the money and how stuff should be spent and how we get things done. Yeah, man. Without the if it was as easy as what it was. Like the way Luxon tried to get it, and like you know, we will actually. I feel we're lucky to have a coalition government because imagine if it was just freaking Christopher Luxon, man. I'd actually scratch my head whether these Samoans that voted for national would agree with some of the shit that they're trying to, you know, erase from the last government, and one of, one of them being the fact that, you know, a lot of these um. Well, buildings with Maori names and a lot of these ministers and all these healthcare things being rolled out, being removed. So, I, I don't think how I don't think that go well by a lot of West Aucklanders, especially if they try to move Fono away. You know, if they try to get rid of that, mate, we'll all be paying fifty bucks to go see the doctors, and, you, and even people on good pay can't even afford that. You know, so that's the stuff like that, man. Mm. Yeah, I thought, I thought the the government's line in doing this, because it's all about saving money, right? So at the end of the day, it's all about the government trying to save money. But the problem is they're trying to save money on the, on the you know, stuff that we care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, isn't there, are there, can't you make a balance on how to save money? Like, and it comes off racist too. Like, if they're going to fire all these, yeah. if they're going to, f- get rid of the funding for all these consultants, these Maori consultants to do the branding, to, to um, offer the, the language to these government departments to help them, you know, move forward. And you're going to cut their funding because you don't want that anymore. 
what that sound that looks racist, man. You know? I mean, yeah. and it's all because oh, we just want to save money, you know, but I don't know, man. It's and, and the newspaper says anti Modi, and it is. It is when you look at it. it. Like, you can't you can't tell me that all the cost savings things they're gonna do is all the stuff that's related to to Modi in this country. Uh, from the language, from the changing of the, the Modi names, you know, and and it's like really? I mean, how about some other stuff? Like, is there any other cost saving things you're gonna you're gonna do that's not um in the context of of the Modi people of the, of this country? You know, and that and that's why it it sparked up all this, all these protests and stuff. And because I can understand the people are worried. You know, mm. it's like an attack on their culture, on their language. You know, and the worst thing about it, it's the government that's pushing yeah. these things. You know, and with the Treaty of Waitangi thing coming from a Balangi perspective, yeah, I get it. You know, why, why do we need two versions of the of the treaty for? Why can't we just have one? Why can't we all agree to just have one? What's wrong with yeah. that? But not like, okay, now nah, this is it. We're gonna force it. You know, <laughs> it's like have the conversation. You know, we we just watched the video of Tongans Pacific before, and and that and that and then and they asked the question, um, and the Maori woman she said, "Well, we should have these conversations at home first. Yeah, we should, like." The Balangi should have the conversation as well, you know. But yeah, man, it's it's a bit um, it's a bit um, yeah, it's it's like. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, all these new policies, like why? Like I know I know the bottom line is to save money, but why? But why push that kind of agenda for what? Like yeah, at the expense of what? Yeah, the expensive one. Yeah. yeah, you know, it just seems if 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 we had this movement in New Zealand to be more relatable to the culture, to the Maori culture, like you, you you hear it on the news. You know, they talk Maori when they do the the greetings. You know, um, you've got to mm. pronounce the words right, stuff like that. It's been good. It's been great. You know, yeah. and you know, and to, for the government to come. For the new governments come and say, "Oh, now we're gonna change all that." You're gonna think, "What? I mean, you did all this hard work to get to where we are, and now you're gonna push it back for what? You know, it doesn't make sense to me to create all this uh, aggravation, to create all this, yeah, you know, all this, all this um, anger that's happening." Because to me, I think it's, I don't think they realize how that's gonna come off. Like, if. If they could see, like, say, for example, if the protests weren't peaceful and it disrupted the the nation, like how the farmers did, like when the farmers did their one, they did a big protest and that slowed, that pretty much killed, like, um, a lot of travel, like both sides of the motorway, like, and, and then Auckland, that's Auckland's main, stay high one, like, when that came to a, a standstill and, and nothing was happening... For a couple of hours, they saw how devastating, like, man, these guys aren't going to budge. Like, they need to sit down and, and, and figure things out. If if the Maori protest had been like that, like that protest that just happened this week was like that, that was enough to sort of say, okay, the government's standing on that side, all these protesters are on that side. But if if, we, if we're listening to, like, what, what Miguel 
has said on Tangata Pacifica, yeah, of course, a lot of us will probably stand in solidarity with our Maori, right? Because if they're doing it to the government, or if the government's doing it to the Maoris first, they're always going to pick on the Pacifica next. And already in the way, it's like, okay, if they're going to get rid of all this Maori stuff, they'll get rid of all the, all the Pacifica stuff as well. Because mm-hmm. if their whole cause is to try and save money at the expense that, like, you're going to cause a war, fuck, they're going to make it happen, man. Because they're not, because at the moment they're in power. Mm. But then it probably have to take something like the police to say, oh, hold up, if there's another mandate, we're not getting a jab. Well, if these police are going to have to take a side, well, there'll be a whole lot of cops leaving there. Because they just had a big injection of Pacifica cops coming to sort of like, you know, be part of their organization. But man, I saw these scary times coming way before we got this Ulukula empowerment. And it was the saddest thing, like, you know, when they started talking about the clubs, they're going to wash, get rid of all these clubs. Mate, I think they're just going to aggravate it, eh? And I think the fact that we had a peaceful, it's like peaceful, like, let's get this right, man. Nothing, nothing was stirred, you know? This is just a warning. Like, hey, you know, you push back, we'll push back, you know? But they've done it right, man. Like, you mm. know, they've seen history. They've seen how some of these people, like, even from the Dawn Raids, right up to, like, the Patsu Squad and even the stuff that happened at Ihimato. That's all peaceful, man. Like, there's no, nothing's gained out of trying to create a war. But, bro, the way these politicians are using words, like, Pacifica, fuck, bro. The last thing they want is the churches to start turning, man. Because, you know, a lot of things, because, like, I would be surprised if, just imagine if they said churches have now have to pay tax. There's not going to be any of this, hey, you know what? We understand the tithe and all that, how that works. But you know what? It's going to start getting taxed. Imagine if they start doing that, man. It'll be another war. But, man, I don't think this guy's going to last, eh? Winston will have to spill the beans and be like, fuck this cut. Hmm. Yeah, I, I reckon the whole changing the um the names, the multi names and that, I think that's a bit extreme, eh? You can still save money. Like, I wouldn't care if they said, oh, we're going to save money, we're going to do this. But keep all the other stuff, right? Keep the cultural stuff. Yeah, man. I keep mean, we're the, moving I mean, forward. We're moving forward of the culture stuff. And like, we're way ahead of Australia, you know, when it comes to yeah, the culture yeah. stuff. Like, they don't even fucking care about the Aborigines, you know. But um, no, I thought we were going to a good place. We we're moving towards a place where the culture is accepted in a way where the the Balangis actually care about it, you know. Because yeah. you know, when the Balangis go to the OE and they go overseas, they go to UK. What, what, what's their identity? If it's not Sing the Hakka it, and the All Blacks. Sing it, bro. They're saying yeah. everything that's that's all real and, and like tongues of Finwa, bro. Yeah. They, you, you pretty much just say Palangi, it's not, it's not even a culture. If you're going to call colonization a culture, then it's fucking ugly, man. That's straight <laughs> facts, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't I don't get the whole changing the names and all that kind of stuff. And uh, even the truly white thing, just, just leave it, man. I mean, fuck. We've gone this far. Yeah, we've come this far, Change man. it for the better or change it for the good or we change it just because you just don't understand. You know, fuck. It's been doing yeah. well. I was probably haven't done well, but, you know, it's, you can't. It's sort of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh. 100, man. You know? And all you're doing is causing trouble, man. You're just causing um, like a racial, you know, kind of thing in the in the country. And, the, and that's, and there, it's, it's starting, man. It's starting. Yeah. Well, I wonder who's going to pick this up. Like, if they hear the next thing that comes out of Chris Luxon's mouth that sounds racist. I wonder who's going to pick it up and try and take it to the high court. 
and get an informal apology, man. I mean, they go on, they go on through the lockdowns, like let's just see who's who's willing or who the next politician is to come and try and come out all guns blazing and then realize they fall on their sword and have to apologize, man, and they mm. give it a public apology to the nation, mate. Because yeah, man, we've done so far, you know, well, so far we've done, we're, we're trading all right, you know, because yeah. it's like, bro, Maori is everywhere, it's everything, it's everything that's that's pure New Zealand, uh. Mm. You ain't hearing that someone recite a, a Palangi poem at the side of theirs or singing a, a Palangi song to amp everyone up. No one was doing that before the songs, you know? We're still singing, well, Palangi songs at the end of a game. Like, that's that's more than enough, man. Mm. Coaches are teaching, the, you know, the teams. They're, they're speaking English. Fuck, that's enough, man. Like, don't get rid of stuff that's already been, you know, it's enriching the players, man, because it's a different... There's a mana. That's probably the only time the rock can drop is mana. The mana and everything you hear Maori is probably a lot better than anything else you hear in English. I reckon. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, one eh? It's 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 an interesting take the new government has has, has taken. Oh, this bro, whole thing. What an entrance! What an entrance! What an entrance! You know, it's like even you know I. Okay, I get it. You wanna. Cull these. You want to save money. You want to cull organizations, right? If they're not giving the results, why are we still paying them? Why are we still yeah. giving the these things funding when the results aren't there? I get that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, you know, and because to me, with all the funding that goes into to to Pacifica, all the organizations, because we need it, right? We need it. We need it to help our our community to come up. But what if? Yeah. But what if it's twenty years and we still need their help to come up? Then yeah. where's the results? We're still yeah. in the position where we need help. So yeah. you, mean, you mean to tell me we got this help for twenty years and we still need help? Then something's going wrong. Something's wrong there. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> something's wrong. Right so, on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my point. That, I mean, that's my sort of view of all this kind of thing. So I get that. I get that. But don't do it just because of the fact that you just don't. You're lazy to pronounce the name. Yeah, I think it, it majorly possibly is because it was something that Labour pushed, right? Like when they started with the towns, like say, imagine if they changed Ranui to Sunset. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same, man. So you just keep it Ranui. But when they try to say, like, you know, now we're not Auckland, when they were Tamaki Makoto, well, Tamaki Makoto, like that's how we're keeping it. Tamaki Makoto, okay, we'll just change the signs and that. The second that that government said, now we're gonna start doing like um Tifatu Ora, how's in New Zealand? We're gonna start with that. Assisting that, you know? What's that? Once they start doing it like that, that's when that became okay. They created a whole lot of jobs and then people were just gonna lose their jobs because now this new government doesn't wanna like carry it on anymore. That's all right. But the way, yeah, the delivery of how it's coming out is like, oh fuck, these guys. These guys. And here we go, here we go. But I mean, I don't think we should stop there, you know. If we're gonna carry on naming the rest of this country, bro, carry on doing it, man. Give mm. it to councils to do. You know that could be something less on their plate. Mm. But the way they come in, I was just straight trying to kill it, and it's just coming off the wrong way. Like people are receiving it in like all different ways, but yeah, sadly, I think yeah, when they start doing it to Pacifica as well, eh? <laughs> especially oh, please don't get rid of our, our cheap um, doctors' visits, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, man. So, watch the space. See, see, see what's gonna happen. See what's gonna happen. Okay, man. That those are other news that I saw. Um, 
that I found interesting during the week. So ASB Bank, they came up with this. Did you hear about this? ASB Bank came out with a, um, a report saying that it was about um, the cost of living mm. and and how people can get get through the inflation and all that. They estimated that next year, in 2024, every single person to maintain their current lifestyle needs to have $70 more in their bank account. Oh, wow. To keep the same lifestyle you got. Yeah. And that's like, if you think about it, but so their advice was, okay, you either find $70 extra or you take $70 away from your lifestyle now. So if you if you rack up a bill with all these streaming services like Sky, Netflix, that's so Prime, that's you know, <laughs> uh, you got all these subscriptions, you know. But did they have any information about? Okay, is this according, say, for two adults and two children, or is it a family of four, a family of six? Because I think those figures would be way off. Like if they're just saying the seventy-five bucks, so it must be a small family or just for individual. No, it's individual, individual, individual person, yeah. Damn. You Do know, you see so, how a Pacifica family can be affected by that shit right now? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you gotta you gotta have extra seventy dollars, find a way to get extra seventy dollars or take away seventy dollars from your your current um the the bills you pay up. So, you know, I thought like because I, I said before in the podcast I said like I got rid of Sky because there's no more rugby league, there's no more rugby. You yeah. know, so for next till February when Super Rugby starts, so I get Sky again. But mm. then even that has gone up to fifty dollars a month now. Because we man. can just always go to the bar. We can always go to the pub, man. <laughs> yeah, there's that. But even Sky TV, like, because I, I subscribe to Sky um, Now, which is the sports, just the sports, and that's online. So mm. I don't have the the code or anything like that. I just have um, the app, the online app um, that, that I watch the sports through. So you get all the sports and get ESPN 1 and 2 at the same time. So that that this time last year, it, it was thirty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Um. Earlier this year, it gone up to forty five or forty four ninety nine a month, and January next year, it's gonna go up to forty nine ninety nine a month. You know, so fucking hell, man! Cooks and suits, mate. Cooks and suits. <laughs> so you know, in order to keep my lifestyle, I need to find extra seventy dollars, or take something away, take seventy dollars a week away, so somewhere. So I'll probably do the calculations. But uh, yeah, how about you? Just become a drug dealer, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. I think even from when you mentioned that you were gonna tighten your budget, um, belt, and you said that you were gonna just try and live, like you know, sort of like how I always have. If I don't have a cash, I don't have it at all. So, nah, my wife has actually put a lump sum of money in my account. And then I haven't really touched it, man. I've just been, if I don't have a cash, I don't have it at all. But then I'll dip into it. That ASB stat of 75 bucks, right? If that's per person, what's that on a family of four? That's like 300 bucks. So what's that on a family of six, you know? That's devastating, those figures, man. That's like a whole house payment. That's a whole house payment on top of your normal bills just to survive. At what that's because of the cost of living's up so much. I think the fact that petrol at the moment and what's happening around the world is slowly coming down, that's probably the only like lifesaver, like the lifeline that people have right now. So you can go to pack and save and find one, get spend whatever, get a 10 cent discount and get cheap gas, man. 
Like, that's probably the only thing that's probably looks attractive for the festive season. Because bread's still expensive, milk's still expensive, and they, you know, they're the stuff that you need in the cupboards, man. Flour's still the same price, it hasn't dropped. You know, back in the day, said that they were going to try and match whatever uh, food stuff was trying to put their stuff at, hits ahead, and like they promised us $30 savings, man. Shit's expensive, man. Well, I think for the first time in a long time, the flea market looks like an attractive place to shop, man. And that's with your groceries and stuff, you know? But yeah, I think, yeah, the only lifeline that's come out of that's that and what's happening in the real world right now is that the fact that gas is, it hasn't gone over three bucks. And yeah, I mean, I've saved, like, like if we're going to say if that's what it costs $75 heading into next year, well, then I've saved myself 400 bucks by keeping my bum at home by not filling up my truck to drive out some angry. So, but the fridge is still empty, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, it's been, yeah, it's, uh, it was a story that I saw in the paper about the $70 thing, but then, you know, like you say, I've been doing that, that budget where I just divide, you know, the, the leftover money I have after paying all the bills, you mm. know, and then divide it by the days to next payday, and then that's the amount I, sh- I shouldn't go over Yeah, every day, and that's, you know... So I've been doing that. It's 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 it's, it's working. It's doing good. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, but even your your technique of just having cash, cause you're actually looking at the amount you got. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you're driving past, if you're driving past a shop and you say, "Man, I feel like a pie," and you 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 look, you look at your wallet, you see the cash, and you think to yourself, yeah, "Okay, maybe I don't need the pie." <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if you have a card, it's easy to just swipe and don't see anything. Swipe oh, and uh, you swipe, you swipe, swipe. The most embarrassing thing that I could never get over was, and what this is why I refuse to swipe is fucking declining, man. Like, you know, how many times you try and shout and then oh, decline, decline. But when you got a cash, it's like, fuck, nah. I had it when I go through BK, and they're like, oh, you're back again. You saw, I was here yesterday. Actually, I was, and they put out the ATM thing. Fuck, yeah, you should already know. I've been there three times this week, man. I'm paying <laughs> cash, and only one girl's figured it out, like. I'm not gonna swipe my card. I'm paying. I'm paying in cash, like you know. But yeah, bro, cash is easy, man. Cash is easy. Uh, uh, yeah, seeing it, eh? Seeing it in your wallet is like mm. a good reminder. It's like when you had all those twenty dollar bills, now you got two left. It's like, damn, where did that go? Yeah, that's when you got to question yourself, like, fuck. Yeah, did I just spend like all of that on on junk? You know. Yeah, I might actually do that too. <laughs> use cash. I think everyone should use cash. Okay, man. Um. I think that's it for our topic today. So we get into our segment. So what shall we do first? Shall we do? We've got a few uh, what's on the internet, eh? Internet stuff. Oh man, have we named the section yet? Because we call it Savage of the Week, but we're looking at shaking it up and maybe like doing a head to head, eh? Yeah. Well, I figured like since all the stuff that we've had with Savage of the Week is all on the internet, maybe we should be like something. Internet based while well, we like social media, was trending yeah. on social media or something. I don't know. Yeah, but you had a few, few up there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was like a ugly can of the week. Yeah, but there's a guy who went to the gym. He's <laughs> a, a doctor. Okay, I want to say. Okay, I'll just say it's a Tongan guy and a half caste Maori guy going to the gym. And he's spotting him, mate. He's supposed to be spotting him. 
to the Tongan guy on the bench press managed to get it off the hook. But I don't know what the spotter's up to, eh? Like, someone commented below in the comments saying, that's a Zoom spotter. <laughs> like, that's a Zoom spotter. Shouldn't he, shouldn't he, like, you know how you're watching it from home? Like, help him. Like, he's stuck. Bro, that's got to be, like, ugly can of the week, bro. Like, <laughs> what if that had dropped higher? Like, what if it had rolled towards his neck? Mm. The guy's just standing there looking at him. Yeah, I don't know about that one, eh? How's that black guy will get up and, 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 and knock him out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squat this. Spot this. And another one, um, so this is up there, it's a prank, it's a prank of a, of a young guy inside what might be, um, so like a JB Hi-Fi, so when you get stuff from JB Hi-Fi and they've locked it in the cabinet, you need the people inside the JB Hi-Fi to unlock the cabinet for you to grab the goods out, like it might be AirPods. So this guy gave, uh, he's obviously got it from the shop teller and opened up the cabinet, and then he's trying to gift it to a lady. This is why they're still inside the store. So he's walked over to her and said, pick a number between one and six, and she's given the number, and then he hands her the gift as if she's won it. Like, there you are. And she goes, oh, my gosh, she's so, she's so thankful. Like, the gratitude this lady's showing this young buck is like, fire. But then he's playing the music. You know, like that every time you see someone give away 100 bucks. And like, oh, why me? He's playing that music. This is what irritates the scene, man. And fire. she walks out the door, man, thinking, oh, I just want to, you know, AirPods. Then the bloody alarm goes off. <laughs> she hasn't paid for it. The kid never paid for it. She was literally mm. leaving. But that's ugly, eh? Like, bro, who does that shit? <laughs> Especially for an old lady, eh? For an old lady, man. Mm. Like, I didn't think it was funny, but I was for, what a bastard, eh? Like, <laughs> imagine if that happened to one of your aunties or something like that, mm. you know? You'd think, like, if you push that um, up and people see it, you get different reactions, eh? You get anger, you get Yo. people that find it funny. But then... You know, maybe someone reported them, me. <laughs> maybe got in trouble anyway. Mm. Bro, that's ugly, bro. And then, um, I think there was one more. Eh? Oh, then, um, Atai, he sent us one now. Oh, man. Essential sick can of the week. So. And he started, the Stamar Lord just wanted to do the two-step with her. And then, I don't know, bro. Some people, when they post stuff on TikTok, hey, explain this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nah. So is that, actually, a, is that the, the thing here? It has to be, bro. Did you see the way he picked her up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What oh the hell? That's what you call We can do it sideways We can do it upside down You can do it backwards 
Is that guy wasted? He's wasted, eh? He's having, looks like he's having fun, though. Bro, but it's the dragon close to, into the deeper of the dark, the dance floor that was... Oh, oh my like, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Well, she looks like she's taller than Ty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't know what they're doing up in Melbourne's, man, but shucks. No good. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah, Goose, which one of those did you think was ugly? What deserved it? Uh, I'm going to give it to the Favavingi. Oh, man. Imagine if... Imagine if your muscles could pick you up like that and just go <laughs> you across the dance floor like that. But you know what? I'm not going to give that reward to the Favavingi. I'm giving it to the Parangi, dude. You know? Take it, dude. Yeah. The, the Balangi dude in the video. He gets it. Because <laughs> the Favavingi is going to do what the Favavingi does, man. Yeah. That's why they love those Balangis, eh? Because they have no oh, idea. Man, it makes you wonder, eh? It makes you wonder. <laughs> it's like this, hun, do you want a cup of tea? Shut up. Go give me it. Make me a cup of tea as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's, um, you got a memory lane? Yeah, man, I got a couple of memory lanes. There's probably two that I posted on here. Um, the first one being like the um, the guy who does the slip and slide along the the concrete next to the pool. Yep. So up the front of my mom's house, man. So mommy had like a semi big lawn that we used to like follow this massive as sheet of plastic. Like, as, as a kid, eh? like, because we couldn't afford a swimming pool, man. Times were tough, right? Like, and I had to entertain my nephews and nieces and that. And so what I'd do is that I'd try and look for the sheets of, like, um, like the PVC. Because the brother-in-law was a big builder, so he'd bring PVC home. And I'd, like, you know, put them around the side of the house, like, just collect them, right? And then I'd tape two or three together, big enough to cover the whole lawn. So we'd have, like, a six by eight sort of top. Then I get the kids to to give me a hand, just give it a giving it a good clean, you know, so no one got dirty or you know there wasn't any like powder on it. So when I saw this, it reminded me, man, like you know, of how much fun as a kid. My nephews and nieces would have had fun with me, like just washing it, right? So remember, it reminded me one time I um I managed to clean the top. I went and got the the. the the soap, you know, the, the bubble soap that didn't give you sore eyes. And I put it all over the top and I got the hose and ran the hose. And yeah, man, it ended up um giving it a good lube on, on the top. And before we could even go on, us my nephew did those fear buckle moments. And this is where I was like confused whether I should put this as fear buckle or memory lane. Because before I said, hey, wait, 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 you know. Go get dressed, like you know, get into some shorts and shit. And this guy had his socks on. I knew it was gonna be an accident, was gonna happen, right? Before I even said, Go get changed, go get changed, the man already started the run up. So when I saw this guy sliding down the side of the pool and he smacked his head into the truck, this is exactly what happened to my nephew. He was the first to run across before I said, Wait, he had already started the run up. Already jumped, put his chest down on the on the slip and slide, right? 
But he slipped, man. He slipped and landed on his head, and then he hit the fence. So like my mom opened the window. He goes, what happened? He just started crying. She goes, yeah, back up the sheet. So no one got eternals. No one got eternals. From this day, every time we see a slip and slide, everyone knows, guys, what about that time we cleaned that sheet at the front of Nana's house and cast busted the dumb cunt? So yeah. That's what that's the temper I got when I saw it, man. Cause it took a it took a few weeks to you know get a get it sorted and cut it and all of that. But one of the other memory lanes that I wanted to share also is man, cause they gave me a headache when I saw the guy hit the truck, and it just reminded me, man, my nephew he probably remember that forever. Cause man, we spent a couple of hours in the sun trying to clean it, and then he busted like that. But thinking cause it was a hot summer, uh, it was a hot summer back then and um yeah i seen a, a picture of a tape deck like a walkman right so the walkman's back in the days but did you ever have a walkman that had like an equalizer on the front wheels did you oh, ever own yeah, one the flash ones the flash, the flash. ones <laughs> well no we went the richest house in around we man but shit we had one i think my sister borrowed it from someone and probably didn't return it but yeah man the clear tape deck you know like the cassette with the clear, you could see through it. And then the um yeah, the little file like you could you could label it, eh? you could use it. It came inside the tape deck. Did you ever use the clip on the Walkman that clips to your belt or clips to the inside of your shorts? Nah, that was probably why I think my sister either raxed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a clip. It was missing. <laughs> I remember those Walkmans, eh? They were good, eh? Like when I think about it, like like, I put down on the memory lanes, like, okay, I used to listen to tape decks right up until 1999, because you know how you got cousins that do, like, remixes, and you have a mixtape, so I stopped listening, to, like, going to parties with CDs, probably in the 2000s, like, 2001, 2000, like, that's when the tape deck was sort of, like, phased out, like, you go into someone's car, they don't have a tape deck anymore, they go into CD mm-hmm. players, but, like, a memory lane, like, if you had your top three like um tapes or like um was it albums if you could name them like I named them my top three and that was Labor of Love one and two, Jam and three, and then Soul Rhythm and Black Volume Two. But man, if I was to put all those songs together and play that the way I used to listen to it at home on my, my dub tape. Man, I could get the party rocking, man. I could get the party rocking. Easy, man. And, like, even if I was to DJ a set and use the tape deck, people would love it, eh? Like, the songs that were on there, Rhythm and Black. Like, I'm talking about, like, the Manhattan Shiny Star, you know? Even, like, Kiss and Say Goodbye. And, uh, you know, it even had Treated Like a Lady on it. Like, you play those songs, but they're still, they're still classic, eh? <laughs> Especially with the jamming tracks as well. Man, I had um, man, I remember because um, I had the Walkman too, and the, the albums I had on the tape, like um, I had uh, MC Hammer's album. Oh, the Hammer didn't hurt him. Hammer didn't hurt him, and I remember I had the Bobby Brown, uh, "Don't Be Cool" album on the oh, tape. Oh man, yeah, I did. I had the I had Label of um, Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. I never had Volume One, but I had Volume Two on tape, so that was that was on the rotation. But always had the um. The blank tapes, huh? Always oh, have to, bro. Dubbing from to. the radio. Dubbing from radio, or you get, might get a mixtape. 
from from one of the boys at school. Man, I remember I had a party at my house, man, and my missus bought her girls over, and man, you know, because we were still dubbing tapes then, right? But the tape that she put on the the stereo, so that didn't have a name on it, man. <laughs> well, it had a name on it, but someone swiped the tape, man. Fuck, oh. and I was like. Damn, like she was like, Oh, can you grab my tape? And I went to the thing, what color is it? She's the blue one. I was like, Fuck, and I was looking for it, but someone stole it, eh? Man, <laughs> whoever, whoever took that tape, man, fucking own up, man. Shit. Well, what the hell on it? Well, they had, um, was it a mix? Yeah, it was just remix, but you know, when officially Missing You came out, like it was like all of that mixed in some of the Usher songs, and mm. it, it must have been a DJ Ulkai remix. <laughs> But I just remember at the time, it was like, no one had the songs, like, set in their order, mm. and it was good. But then, bro, someone swiped it from the stereo away, and I was like, I must have just turned away for a few seconds, bro. And my missus was going, oh, can you grab my tape? I was like, uh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> said, man. But good times, bro. Parties in the taxis back in those days, eh? Getting mm. dropped off to house parties and that. Like, rocking up. So let's put a tape on. You know, and the good thing about the tape, Hey, when you go in the taxi, it didn't skip, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. these taxis showed up on their CD players and you hop over the, you know, the hump or the, like the pole, then it did it. it. Goes, goes quiet, then it carries on. I'm like, come on, man. But yeah, when I saw that, that um, Walkman eh, with the equalizer and mm. then the label and the cassette cover, that's what it reminded me of, man. Back in the day. It's not even back in the day, eh? it's like 1999. It wasn't that long ago. Okay? No, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> But shows how much technology changed. I mean, remember when DVDs first came out? But now, 2023, who's got a DVD player anymore, you know? Bro, I still got a DVD player. Oops. Have you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, if you can see behind me, that's my video shop. Oops. <laughs> but they're all like, you know, good seller ones, you know? I guess everyone's using their PlayStations to play CDs now. Yeah. Yeah, you can still play them on the PS4 and stuff. Mm. But yeah, I kept I kept the DVD player because I always thought, man, when the kids get old enough to appreciate good films, they'll appreciate having a projector and just you know pull down the screen and just watch it, yeah. turn it up, you know, nice and loud. But yeah, my kids are hooked to watching movies now. I had a video library too, and I think it's all gone. Wow, all yeah. my favorite movies, all gone. Oh yeah, I didn't have I don't think I got White Man Can't Jump here, but I did have it. That was probably the only DVD I ever wanted. <laughs> Sweet man, that was cool. Um, memory lane brought back some of my own memories too. <laughs> but, uh... Don't be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bah, that would have been a good album to listen to on the way to school. <laughs> okay, man, I'll go to food review. So, um, you said uh, Saturday, Saturday night, we went to uh, birthday. It was at a place called Two Guys, or uh, Two Good Guys, in Glen Eden. West Coast Road. West Coast Road. So, um, it's like a Mediterranean style a building. And you, you get in there, because it was a, they had a special um, bottomless lunch thing. Where it's $55 per head. And you get um, unlimited drinks for two hours. Um, just four types. So, you get champagne, mimosa, uh, export gold, and, uh, and a cider. So, um, so for fifty five dollars, you just order your meal. So I ordered the bow buns, the pork bow buns, yeah, which come in. And I think the you know the the bun itself, it's 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 colored black, 
oh, hey. it's, it's it's food coloring to make it black and then there's a pork belly in, in the middle there um unfortunately i didn't eat anything i was just scaling back all the drinks that came <laughs> and apparently yeah. i ate it um ate my bow buns when i got home about midnight but i can't remember eating it so um but um i think my reviews got to do with the service so i think when you're gonna do a, a bottomless brunch like that you gotta have the you gotta have a like um a dedicated uh, waiter. Oh, to real? make sure to make sure all the drinks. Uh, <laughs> That's fucking ugly. <laughs> to make sure the drinks. Uh, everyone's got their drinks. Like yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. you don't want to be finishing your drink and then you gotta wait five minutes. Like, oh yeah, to get it refilled because you're paying your two hours. Eh? You gotta get your two hours, man. And you paid good money to be there. If it says unlimited drinks, you expect unlimited drinks in a way where, yeah, you finish. I don't want my glass to be empty for a whole two minutes before it's filled up again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 100, man. But, um, you know, it was a party of, I think we, a table, because it was a birthday party, and there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There were seven of us, and only one waiter. Oh, no. You know? And I think we're the only ones doing the bottomless, because I think you, I think you have to, um, yeah. If I think you just you just you just ask for if you want to do the bottomless it's, it's fifty five. I think we're the only party doing the doing the fifty five each. So yeah, we had one waiter to the whole restaurant, and there was other people in there too. So that waiter couldn't. It was a young girl too. And I felt sorry for her. Yeah, I think she was a student. Um, and yeah, she she's a bit slow. Um, pouring the drinks, and before you know it, the two hours was up. <laughs> so we were like trying to scold back. <laughs> how, many, how many drinks do you reckon he, f- he got in in the two hours? Oh, fuck, maybe, um, oh, maybe 10. Yeah. 10. It could have been more. Because I remember, like, well, yeah, my glass was empty for a whole five minutes one time, you know? Yeah. But yeah, for a bottle of lunch like that, you know, you got to have someone ready to pounce on your empty glass when it's empty, you know? Yeah, to yeah, make the yeah. most because you know everyone wants to make the most of it, and that and we tried, but there, there was a bit of a miscommunication too. When um, it was funny because you know it was funny because at the end of the night, at the end of the two hours, um, the waiter comes out and says, "I'm oh, sorry, um, you guys paid for an hour and a half, not two hours." Oh, real? I was like, "Hey," but that was like the miscommunication thing because we never knew anything about it, right? And they didn't yeah, see yeah. anything in the start. And so the reason why it was wasn't two hours because it was made after because they only do it between twelve and one. Yeah. Oh, well, twelve and two. I mean, they only do it between twelve and two. So if you book after that time, then it's gonna be hour and a half rather than two hours. Oh, the two hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently that wasn't um, communicated to the person that organized the the lunch. So she had to go in and find out what was going on. Yeah. And then came out and said, Oh, we only, we um they said um you know, we only it was only an hour and a half. And 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 we apologize and we'll give you one last round. Nice. <laughs> one last well, round. That's a good way to keep everyone happy, yo. Well, you know, you can say that, but then you can also say, you know what, last time we come here. Yeah. And you know, if I 
and you're gonna so i was thinking okay if you're a business and there was a miscommunication like that it's unfortunate right it's unfortunate mm. you, i think you just gotta suck it up and just say you know what don't worry about the one round you got half an hour left you can you can take like two free drinks and then half an hour yeah so we'll give you the two hours Simple thing like that. Yeah. Something simple, yeah. Something simple like, like that. There's a better way to handle the situation, knowing that because everyone would have been drinking by that time, right? So what's going to make more sense to have you guys still be happy and leave them and give them a good review, eh, for the occasion? Exactly. Because the catch exactly. is all off. You would have been like, now you've, now you've mentioned that option of, oh, fine, I'm not coming back here. But had they had <laughs> said, oh, look, we'll give you two to three drinks in the next half hour. So yeah, bro, that's been like, bro, you hear about that place on Wednesday Street? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're hanging by a thread now. They're hanging by a thread. <laughs> hanging by it's a like, thread. Man. But you know what the funny thing is? Like, they didn't, they, they probably knew that the, there was, they probably knew about the hour and a half, right? Because they, the girl came out and said, oh, sorry, this is the last bottle we got. Oh, and like, wow. I was like, first of all, you think, okay, if you're going to advertise a bottomless, you expect to be like supplied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't come out and say, oh, this is the last bottle we got, right? Okay, then did that, right? Mm. That, that was on a hour and a half mark. She did that. So okay, mm. we won't have that bottle. We have we have the other bottle, the other thing, because you allowed it was, it was two bottles of uh, champagne or mimosa. So we say, oh yeah, we'll just have the mimosa. Then if we run under that, that was because. And then she comes back and say, oh, it's only um, you only guys pay for an hour and a half. So after we did the deal, after the organizer went in to explain and try to sort it out, she came out. Okay, they're gonna give us one more round. Because they didn't communicate to us that it was an hour and a half, not two hours. She comes yeah. out with another new bottle of champagne. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was thinking, wait, hang on. Didn't you say that was the last one? Like, Stick to one story. Stick to one story. But, you know, it's just a shambles, eh? Yeah. But you know what? Miscommunication or not, if you're a business and that's your advertising, Okay, yeah, it's unfortunate yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't communicate it and we got it wrong. Okay, shit happens. Shit happens. But you can't, like, enforce the mistake and try to make it right in your point of view. You're a business. It's yeah. not like everybody is fucking coming to your business every fucking day. So, yeah, bro. That's so right. to, keep, to keep it, you know, to make sure you got future, you know, to make sure you got future customers, don't piss off the customers you got already, man. Yeah, to make man. that experience because it's all about the experience right and if we if you take that experience with a miscommunication that you know to me seems like okay it's only half an hour you're gonna open a new bottle open a new new bottle you know yeah. i mean I, I mean it's all the same we pay the same price as the people that paid the price if you did the 12 to two yeah you know well, that's what i mean i'm surprised they didn't figure like oh man we should actually just you know be like what a goodwill and just just give you the extra couple of bottles, man. Like this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. I think you know what it's like because we don't have a, a tipping thing here. So I think businesses, especially in the hospitality industry, they don't appreciate what they could do to better their business. You know, absolutely. Like the customer comes first. You know, and and you know, shit's gonna happen. You just gotta roll with the punches sometimes. You know. Yeah. Service is and the I, key. Service is the key. Service is the key, man. And I think for establishments to to get it is to feel as if you were serving your family or you were being served yourself, right? If you have a certain like um, attitude or the way, you, like if if you're going through something, like leave that shit at the door, 
be professional, man. Like, keep it professional. Don't ever snoop as low as sharing to the customer what you're going through. Or if you're shit, they, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't drink, man. They're there to eat. They don't want to know about your shit. Like, just serve them and do the best you can because, man, the more people you come that are coming into your establishment, the more busy you're going to be, the more money you'll get paid, you know, and the more you'll probably have of work to come and, come and actually do some work, man. But, yeah, man, service goes a long way, man. And, like, I believe in subs, man. Like, even when they have the sub trap, I always tip. But if the service is not good, man, it's like, oh, you're not worthy of a tip, man. But I'll say that. I'll say that if they're like, oh, you need to work on the the menu offerings, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, man. So that's my food review. Um, Two good guys and then you. Nice, bro. Sweet, man. Shall we move on to... Oh, did you have food in review or no? Oh, I went to Taco Kebab a couple of weeks. Oh, last week. Oh, yeah, last week. yeah, yeah. Man, still fire, bro. Still, still fire. Still. <laughs> yeah, we went still there. Still good prices. Like, still haven't raised their prices on. or anything. Haven't raised their prices, bro. Nice. Um, I got what did I get? I got a mix. A mix. Mixed meat kebab, which was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, fries five dollars, and just a couple of cans, bro, and on oh, two egg burgers. Fast service, bro. Fast service, eh? Nice. And nice and hot, too, man. Like, you know? And I said to the guy, I appreciate you guys being awake at this time, man. It's going on, like, one in the morning, you know? And and the fact that you can dine in, you know? That's that's what I appreciate about it the most is that you can park the car, go and sit down inside the shop and enjoy the warmth of a, of a shop, you know? Instead of be trying to eat in the car valley where it's crammed and it's dark and you got to turn on the light. You pass the food back and forth over the front seat and stuff. So, no, it's just nice that the establishment out in Henderson off the main strip is just there. Because they're the only one who offer it, you know? You can't get that service up in to Peninsula, nowhere else. Unless you drive to Central to MMT or something like that, you know? <laughs> Which is like out of zone, out of zone, man, you know? Support your local, support your local. 100%. <laughs> okay, who's... Um... Should we move on to sports? One word of sports. Oh, thanks for the putting the um, the pre the little previews of the intro oh, for our segments on the chat. Well, um, yep, it'll be good to have little intro segments, eh? Yeah, yeah. Just um, going off your brainstorming news, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing I saw in the news some sports regarding rugby league. So Anthony Blake. I think he's um got offered the contract by the West Tigers. Benji Marshall's putting the work to make his team, you know, signing these big names for his team, you know, trying to make turn around the West Tigers' fortunes in the NRL. They've been in the dumps for a long time, eh? For a while, eh? For a while, eh? So, you know, hopefully they can sign Evan for New Blake. They offer them, I think, a million a year. Um, It's like a max contract now for NRL players. So yeah, far. yeah, yeah. So he's he wanted to go. I think he did that thing that one day, um, <laughs> and when Adam Funnel Black did that, oh, I'm, I'm leaving the Warriors, and then the next day he said, Oh, no, nah, I'm not, I'm staying just to test the waters, eh? Yeah, well, so, I think you, well, do you do it because you know you're worth a bit more? Yeah, I'm freaking he got front row of the year, right? Mm. Um, did he get didn't he get was he the Tonga captain? No, not sure. 
but I mean, he got offered. He got offered that, and going off the form of the MMT, hey, they. He's pretty much the guy who's still standing, man. So he's worth that, bro. You know, to be yeah. fair, yeah. like coming out of that last World Cup was a handful of them, right? There was him. There was um, Tokiaho, JT, Fafita. There was a few of them, Manu Mau. But second World Cup round, and even just in the current like um, game, bro, he's like standing out like a sore thumb, bro. So he's with him, man. Mm. I think the Warriors were lucky to secure him when he came. But I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to test the waters, who, who's the club to stop him from doing it, man? Like, good on him, man. He's obviously thinking the long game, longevity, and how much he can earn. But I think going off the back, going off the back of his performances this year, even in the Tonga jersey, so like he's worth the dollar, man. He probably be even. I reckon he'll be worth one point three if he can get it. Mm. You know, because he's got the form, man. It's just there's no one that plays like him at the moment. Yeah, so you know, it'll be a big blow for the Warriors to lose Adam Fanuel Car for oh, Adam Fanuel Blake. What's his name? Adam Fanuel yeah, Blake. Adam Blake. For um. Uh, 2025 when you'll leave mm. so at least Andrew Epson's got a whole year to figure it out because he's going to be big shoes to fill for 2025 they can get an- another prop of his uh, his caliber back in that team but man but it's good for I've always got a soft spot for um for the Kiwis that play in the NRL you know for other yeah. teams especially someone like Benji Marshall he's done a lot for the for the for game, us, for the game, yeah, bro. For the Kiwis jersey, you know, and him being the head coach for for West Tigers, you know, got a soft spot for that team now. And um, it's good on him if he gets to get to sign um, and then for Blake to come over. Well, <laughs> if he goes across, man, and they secure uh, another solid half, bro, they literally are spying away from a freaking Premiership winning team, man. If they could, you know, they could. And they're still trying to get um Jerome to come yeah. over as well, so. Yeah, interesting. I see. Um, for my team, Manly Eagles, they re-signed um Ola Kwatu for another eight years. But what deal was that? Like, how much was that for? I just saw a photo of him eating breakfast. I was like, damn, is he? I'm not too sure what the deal is. Um, maybe I should look it up. But um, yeah, I just saw a, a video on social media, and mm. it was like a meme, like oh, okay. um, people celebrating his uh, move to stay stay at Manly for eight years. So he had a good season. Half he had a good first half of the season. He sort of dropped off in the second half of, of the season. I thought yeah. he would have made at least the New South Wales team for the yeah. way he played in the first half, but it wasn't meant to be. But he sort of dropped off in the second half of the season, and I thought, okay, this guy's got real potential. Hopefully, you know, he will come strong in twenty twenty four for us. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to it. How um, old is he? He's young, eh? I should look it up. Is he like 19 or something, or 18? I was, yeah, nah, bro. His, his, his starting, what, after 10, eh? Or his first 10 rounds, eh? And the mm. games he did get on. He's Sorry, 25. Bro, some of, He's 25 some of those tries, bro. Some of those tries were like, surely, ah. Like, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't meant to be tries, eh? Then they turned into tries. But, yeah, it was just crazy. But, yeah, his back end, eh, probably wasn't as good as his first. Oh, his first 10 rounds. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's 25 years old. Um, but what what do you reckon? Do they move him out of second row? 
make them a front row or do they put them at the back or turn them into a um well last man down turn them into a poor gallon yeah yeah i think he's he will he'll be a prop man eh? because that's what they've done with that those front rows that they have eh? like with him and josh and that the well josh just don't go back to um to second row mm-hmm. with his failed attempt to be six <laughs> last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, i can't find when how much he's got <sighs> but yeah it's been oh man it's just sad eh? the the way that the um the um the debacles that your clubs had over the last couple of years <laughs> it's just like you know uh, shone away from the footy and what could have been me from last season so like even this season it was like they got the players man it's just yeah well, just we gotta learn how to do it without um without tommy you know when tommy yeah. he's injury in pro man and when he goes down man we're a different team so we gotta figure it out i know we got um luke brooks he's coming in mm. to help out. so i think our house will be good yeah dce and, and brooks hmm uh, yeah, man. Okay, um, let's go to uh, what have you been watching during the week, bro? Um, haven't been watching much, eh? Just still um, watching my also over and um, my also chef on um, cooking with Runa. Right. So I think last thing, Thanksgiving, eh? Took the family on a trip, so I just watched the second half. It's only like twenty minute videos, but bro, I just love, I just love his. Just what he does, eh? Like um, I was reading some of the comments, and like um, they were parked in the in a car park outside the Walmart and the McDonald's, and obviously his wife just went and grabbed some fresh baked bread, and he was eating it. And you know, simple way, eh? like he just had a hot chocolate and um uh, and like what looked like a, a loaf of bread, and she cut it up and buttered it and. And you can see it's cold, eh? Because they're in the caravan, and he's just saying hi to his family, and you know, thanks for supporting the channel. And he and he also apologizes again, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry that our content has changed from when his daughter used to run the channel, because his daughter used to just um, video them and whatever they were eating. And then he said or gave like a life, like a um, explanation on what the kids are doing. And this is where it was sort of like it sort of like touched me, like my heart, because I felt. Man, that's that's almost like me now, you know what I mean? He's like saying, "Oh, so Emily's up, you know, she's living in her family, and like in Alaska, and son's over, and he's serving, you know, in the army, and but the kids still ring us every day, and they send us money, you know, and we, we know we tell them it's all right, me and Mama, all right, you know, with the two younger boys here." But he said, "So the the thing that he said was like the the kids get older and then they move out, you know, they want to go live their own life." And I was thinking about it, eh? Because, like, what he's doing now, with a, he's got, like, a, like a nine-month-year-old. And then he's got his two boys. It's, like, one's eight, the other one's 11. And and his wife, like, she's real. She's, like, real out the gate, man. Like, with what she does, like, you know, she reminds me of, like, the, the typical Samoan woman who could just cook something anywhere and everywhere without, like, the minimal goods. Like, you know, like, she'll cook, like, a full-on, like, coconut rice and boiled fish over, you know, some... Um, logs of wood being burnt over, you know, over an oven. But man, I just love the the stuff that they do. Eh? like it gives me promising. Like, bro, I'm never too old to just jump in a car and just 
you know, go to a caravan somewhere in the middle of Auckland or New Zealand and go camp it. I've been watching that and, um, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of DIY videos, man, on how to do, like, um, roofing. <laughs> yeah. So I've been thinking about it, like, how to put your roof and what angles and where I should let the fall and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and just... Yeah, just listening to mostly pods, bro. Like, yeah, just trying to catch up on some of the the back of the one three five stuff. Oh yeah. What about you? You been sticking to your movie a day? How's that coming? Struggling, man. <laughs> struggling to watch. Are you tired or you know? Yeah, it's pretty hard unless you got make time for it. Um, I did rewatch uh, the Laundry Mat, which is on. Uh, it's a film on Netflix. Have you seen it? It's cool. Stars Mel Street Ben Antonio Banderas. Um, it's about it's a true story. It's about the Panama Papers. So, if you I don't know if you know about the there's a big um controversial thing about big business. So the the story's about it's about the system, um okay. and 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 the victims of the system. Like, so you've you've got these big companies, right? That um, you know, they make a lot of money, but they hide all their assets into other companies. So it's like the old thing when big company buys all these other little small companies and you make them into shell companies, but they don't oh. really have anything in it. Yeah. It's just, it's not a real company. It's not a physical place, but it's just down on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about them hiding their their money in all these different um, companies all over the world. But they, these companies are in places in the world where there's no tax. Oh, wow. So you yeah, know they yeah. they just play the system and all that, and who gets um and the victims are the are the everyday people. So the beginning of the story, you see this old couple, they go on the uh a boat trip in the on the lake, right? It's like a tour, a tour boat in, in one of the lakes in America. But there's a bit there's an accident and the boat sinks and kills um I think twelve people or something. Yeah. Um. And Mel Streep, she plays one of the um uh, victims' wives, so she becomes a widow. Her husband dies in the accident, and so what happens is that um the owners of that their company, the the owners that own their boat, they um they got in they have insurance, right? Yeah. But the insurance is to a company that doesn't exist, or is a company that doesn't have anything. Oh, like it got changed, it got changed hands over time. Okay. So the thing was that when they started their their boat business, the owner had to get insurance for the boat. So he went to got insurance. He, he looked at what was out there. So he didn't go to the big insurance companies. He went to like a cheap one. He wanted to save money. So he, he saw this insurance company and he bought insurance of them. But the insurance company um um changed names. They changed hands. So it's a different company that owns the insurance. Yeah. But the problem was that because they changed hands, that company's not liable to give you any money or anything. So they sort of yeah. got screwed. Sort of thing. And then that company, when they investigate, they it's a dead end. Because the owner of that company gets erased or something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's no tangible sort of liabilities to those existing companies eh? yeah 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 it's yeah. ugly bro it's ugly man and um so this movie is about that it's about the 
how it works, how the system works, and how these big companies get away with shit. Yeah. And um, how the people that are affected, like the everyday, everyday people that get affected, that they just get screwed. Yeah, but everyone gets learn. screwed along the way, along the pathway. If you yeah, hit up yeah, to the yeah. main guys at the top, the main guys at the top are insulated. They don't get any. Because all they do is just um sign a paper that says, "Oh no, it's not. It's got nothing to do with me. It's not my. It's yeah. not my. It's not my company." You know. <laughs> it's almost like um, insurance brokers and um and people who help you invest your money, eh? Yeah. Like they can advise you, right? And if you try and take them to court, they're like, "Well, actually, I was acting on their best interests and told them." But nothing falls on them. Like they they're not liable for anything. Yeah. It's like yeah. And when you say, Oh fuck, I just invested like ten thousand dollars and you said but he said, Well, you know, this is the return over like a year or two years, three years, you want to play the fast game, like that's the risk, you know? Mm. They're crazy like that, man. So they made a problem about it. So then uh, the, it looks at what happens at the top. So the the actual owners are these two rich dudes, right? They're like billionaires. Well what they do the names of these other companies, these small companies that they own, the directors of these companies are just their workers in the office. <laughs> it's just their, it's their name on there. Yeah. And those people, they don't understand. Yeah. And do they know they? they don't no, they don't just don't know. understand. Yeah. Yeah. So it's That's like, dodgy ass, man. But then it's like, but they, they, they're telling you they do this because it's legal. It's, it's like a loophole, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a name. Like it's like if, if if your name's on the signature, if your signature's on the paper, well, yeah, you're you're responsible, yeah, you know. Yeah. But they don't put they they got no names, their own names on anything. Mm. Yeah, that's that's dodgy, man. But it's it's kind of interesting because it's a true story, and um, it kind of gives you a, a take on how the world works, you know, how the business world works. How yeah. if you don't if you're not on that level, then you're gonna get screwed. Mm. But that's like. Well, everyone knows, but everyone doesn't understand. You know, yeah. unless you climb the ladder. Because it's funny, because Antonio Banderas, he plays the he plays one of the um the billionaires, and he goes through his story. Like you know, when he was younger, he wanted he wanted to help the poor people and he wanted to help the world. So he got into um he got into finance to figure yeah. out ways he can help. But the more he got in it, the more he learned the system. Yeah. And then the more he thought, you know, stuff this I can't save the world. I may as well save myself. Yeah. You know, so you get sort of corrupted yeah. when you're in the system. It's like when you're a politician, eh? Because it made me think, like, like you wanna, you wanna save your country. You wanna help do things to help the community. So you get into politics, right? But once you're in politics, then you know how to play the game. The next minute, oh, okay, you're yeah, off you're yourself. Yeah, because yeah. everyone else is doing it today. You can only you can only save yourself, right? But it's like you do everything you can to try and do good. With the intent that you are, but then when shit hits the fan, it's like, oh no, oh, oh man, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> every man for himself, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like um, the sad part to the story. But no, interesting, interesting. It's called the Laundromat. It's on uh, it's on Netflix. Sweet man. Um, I think we're coming up to the end of the episode. Um, so we'll just wrap it up. But um, have you got any last words? Yeah, bro. Um, first I just wanted to make a. Big shout out to my um, my siblings. We did Mum's unveiling on on Tuesday, and um, I just wanted to acknowledge a special um, bro of mine, Ken Petia. So Ken flew over from us for a wedding down in um, Wellington. One of his um, his mates in his rugby team that he manages, him and his brother Lekka. 
they came over. It was good to catch up with them over at their place in Ranui. But um, yeah, special acknowledgement to my bro. Um, yeah, man, love you all. Never forget your heart and just what you do for me and my family. And I appreciate you just making the time, like in your busy schedule, just to catch up with us. But um, yeah, just as um a little um final words of like um people who want to make changes. So uh, as I do, man, I found a quote, and the quote says, "If you're serious about growth, be serious about accountability, and if you're serious about abundance, be serious about gratitude, and if you're serious about intimacy, be serious about vulnerability, and if you're serious about discipline, be serious about the delay and gratification." Um, yeah, man. Like I said, bro, I've been listening to you and your the work you're putting in us, and just you trying to, you know, I don't know what feels like the pressure that you need when you're podcasting, and how how we make it better, how we elevate, you know, how we can be a baseline, but then we want to grow a bit more. So, now nah, I think it's been a it's been a pleasure, bro. I can enjoy every minute that I get to lay something with you. I'm grateful for the platform. Like I think I don't think I would be in a good headspace of I hadn't walked out of my job, but in order to have walked out of my job, I had to have gone through all that suffering that I was going through. And I know that the one thing that got me through a lot of those days when I was stuck in traffic was the podcast. So I'm grateful for what podcasting and what the West West, what the West West Network has done overall. So uh, yeah, man, much love to you, everyone. I know the Christmas season's coming up. Stay busy, stay out of trouble, but yeah, you know what it is. Ah, uh, shout-outs. Yeah, man, my, my last words, man, just... All the stuff about money and the ASP thing talking about and just the way I'm doing the budget and just the way inflation is and cost of living is going up. Just made me think, hey, like, I think 2024 is going to be a hard year, man. You know? I think everybody's trying to figure it out still. And, you know, the the COVID lockdown's finished. And I know the world's hurting for the, you know, with the cost of living and that. It's not just us. But everyone's in the same boat, you know? And, um... Yeah, I think uh, 2024 is going to be a hard year when it comes to that. But it's not going to be all doom and gloom, man. It's just just got to rearrange your priorities in life, I think, and yeah. with mine and stuff. And just know that it's only money, man, and it doesn't replace happiness and all that kind of stuff, really. You know, it's just life is what you make it, man. And you got to think about what's important to, to everybody. Like, you know, it's, of course, going to be your own self, your own health and your health. It's going to be your, your, your family. You know, and it's going to be eating every day and having a roof over your head. So it's got nothing to do with having Netflix or having the richest car or fucking, you know, like wearing the biggest labels when you go out, you know. You know, it's not about all that stuff, man. And that's stuff we see on social media. The 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 inequality that you see on social media that makes people want to buy shit. It's not important, you know. But, you know, I think it's it just helps you learn when you think of these things, like knowing that um, if, if ASP says everyone needs to have $70 in your account extra to maintain your, your lifestyle, well, you either do or you don't, yeah. you know? But what is lifestyle? What is lifestyle? <laughs> what, what is lifestyle you're talking about when it's not being with having a family that, that love you, having kids that, that love you, eating every day and, you know, just being with other people? I mean... That's that's on the top of the list, right? Not about any other stuff. So, how much is that? How much does that cost? You know, yeah. doesn't have to cost much, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Why we complaining time. about we complaining about fucking the cost of uh, fucking skies going up? 
well, go to a bar, like you said, yeah, where, the, where the cost of beer has gone up. <laughs> but now, nah, man. But now, nah, that, that was just my thoughts, man. My, my last words. But uh, yeah, man, we'll, um, we'll keep it together and just do what we got to do. Uh, man, that's us, <laughs> that's us, man. Let's get the fuck out of here.